Welcome to Technology Forward. I'm here today with Radhika Krishnan, Executive Vice President, Software, Healthcare, and Digitization at 3D Systems. 3D Systems is known for its additive manufacturing technology and its work in healthcare. Today, we're going to discuss software technology that is emerging to help additive technology shift from simple prototyping into a manufacturing production process. So thank you for joining me today, Radhika. My pleasure. Thanks, Leslie. So with additive manufacturing, what are the various versions of software needed to help this technology handle manufacturing? And I'm thinking of programs like for the printer itself or programs that address the workflow or programs that work within a build to address certain issues. Um, before I answer that question, I think it might be helpful for our audience to understand you know, the various steps involved in uh, printing um, three-dimensional parts. Um, so you know, starting with, you know, there is a prep process that involves importing data, um, you know, typically in FTL file format, but could be in any CAD format, uh, positioning and modifying it, and then creating support for it. So that is all part of the, the prep process. And then once we've done that, you know, there is a, a set of steps around optimizing uh, the for, for printing, and, and that involves optimizing the structure to align to the specifications. You know, this is, this is what we call design for additive uh, manufacturing, simulating the build and, and you know, understanding what that might look like and using software to do so. And then finally, you know, there are very many types of optimizing technology that we could deploy. And the last part of it is really the, the manufacturing piece, where, right, where you calculate the scan path, you know, you arrange and then you send to build. And then there are post-processing operations as well uh, that we're able to uh, guide through software. So, so when you think about, you know, all these different steps, there are different pieces of software that come into play in order to enable each of these. Okay. So that almost answers the question that I was going to have next, what specific areas of additive manufacturing can software address, or maybe not, maybe we should go ahead and explore that question. So I guess, you know, I, one, one way to think about it is, you know, what, what tangible benefits does software provide um, in the context of additive manufacturing? And, and, you know, essentially software enables, you know, I tend to think of it as the heart or the nervous system um, that enables additive printing to, to, or additive manufacturing to deliver on the value propositions, right? And, and that includes, uh, you know, reduction of material use. It, it, it basically enables you to print a lot faster. Um, it enables you to print closer to the specification, and, and you know, that's, that's, there's a variety of things that we take into account. I'm happy to touch on a couple of examples there. And most mm-hmm. of all, you know, avoid making mistakes, right? So, so there's a variety of um, value propositions that software delivers. And uh, again, you know, from a standpoint of which, which step of the process, as I outlined earlier, provide value add in every single step all the way through. Okay. So, yeah, would you mind going into some of those examples or kind of go into those value propositions that software can uh, deliver? Sure. Um, so, so let's, I mean, we can, we can just go through this, um, you know, step by step, right? So on the importing side, as we talked about, you know, we, we provide the flexibility to import from any format, um, you know, CAD formats, mesh formats, et cetera. 
ensure that you're able to maintain CAD integrity and, you know, make sure that you're, you're, it, it's printable. And then on the uh, position and the modifying side, you know, there is real-time analysis, um, you know, automated best fit positioning, you know, being able to visualize the print environment and so on. On the modification side, you know, we, we do a variety of things, right, including parametric history-based CAD tool sets. Um, you know, I, one of the examples that I, I like to provide is really around shrinkage compensation, you know, applying scaling, because we know for a fact that during the build process, you know, there is some amount of part shrinkage that is likely to occur. So applying, you know, ensuring that you're providing the concessions to, to compensate for that part shrinkage um, is one mm -hmm. that comes to mind. Um, on the optimization of the structure itself, you know, there's a variety of things we look at. You know, there is surface texturing, uh, there is flexible automation, lattice-based optimization, and so on. Um, then we move on to design supports where we analyze support requirements, full control, so, you know, really having a very rich tool set that allows you to fragment, tilt, and offset supports. Then we go on to, you know, build simulation. Uh, which is a, a pretty pretty interesting area. And so here, you know, you can actually predict uh, for falls that might occur, you know, issues that might occur that might result in build failure or maybe even in some instances damage to the printer, right? And, and this, is, this, mm -hmm. this is very important. I mean, if you ever walked into a machine shop, you know, you, you know for a for fact that this is something that machine shop owners really worry about or printer owners worry about. So, so this is something that we do as part of the software. And, and detect defects early on, right? So you're, you're not mm -hmm. uh, waiting on the actual product to get printed before uh, figuring out that something could be awry. And, and so there is a, a variety of thing, interesting things that we do here. Other things that we do as an example, um, Leslie, you know, so scan path calculations, you know, where we, we use um, geometry to figure out, you know, how to increase throughput while maintaining print quality. You know, we, we now have a way whereby we can offload some of our calculations to a server as well. So it, it allows us to shorten the calculation time. Um, so those are some things that come to mind in terms of examples of, of things that we do. Okay. Now, in, in listening to all of this, software has really kind of only come about in the past few years to help additive manufacturing or to help 3D printers do their job better. Are we still at a beginning point of what software will be able to deliver? Do you see what other features do you see might be coming down the road to help additive manufacturing become more productive? I think the reality is, you know, especially as additive manufacturing moves into production versus prototyping, we envision that the universe is going to be hybrid, right? You know, there will be additive processes and there will be subtractive processes that will need to coexist. Um, so from that standpoint, we see the need to have end-to-end -end automation that allows you to combine additive and subtractive processes and automate it to the extent that you can. So this is definitely an area that we're putting a lot of focus into. In addition, you know, on the additive side itself, um, the, the goal really is to, as I, as I mentioned earlier, ensure that we're meeting, you know, those objectives that I outlined, um, you know, whether it's, it's reduction of scrap and materials, whether it's, you know, much better performance, you know, being able to print in a much more um, efficient manner, um, you know, reducing mm -hmm. 
the the z axis if you will printing much closer to these specifications etc so so those are some things that we're continuing to enhance and and improve on from additive side but we really do think the holy grail is is being able to provide that level of automation that combines additive and subtractive processes that would be absolutely fascinating to see indeed yeah that combination um how far off do you think that might be um not that far away i mean if you think about it you know i, I a lot of what we do today is is building that platform oriented approach and we have some very very strong capable products um you know most a lot of our customers are very well aware of the software features we provide on the additive side the the lesser known fact might be that we have a very strong subtractive portfolio as well uh, with our Symmetron and our Gipscam products and so our focus essentially has been to build this platform oriented approach and that allows you to take advantage of both and and be able to bridge data between the two um and so you know while while it may sound very very futuristic we i actually we're, we're confident that we should be able to continue to evolve and provide that bridging um on an ongoing basis okay do you see simulation software playing a role in in some of this or how is that going to factor in absolutely um you know as, as i mentioned earlier simulation is what helps us you know do a lot of the end to end fault prediction um it allows you to you know apply corrections more easily um it allows you to detect defects early on and it also allows you to you know come up with compensated models where you know if you if you're going to have deviations because of uh, you know material properties or what have you that that were able to adequately address it up front so we definitely you know simulations got a very big part in all of this okay will virtual reality play a role in this we believe so you know we're, we're definitely exploring you know i think there is a, a, a you asked about virtual reality i think that that there's definitely a role for that there is definitely a role for um you know just just deeper machine learning kinds of capabilities that allow us to understand you know how how um how printers and manufacturing works in different environments and with different data sets so we're able mm-hmm. to you know basically input that back into our our understanding of of the parameters that we have to improve you know the um the tweaks that we need to make etc in order to just deliver better printed products okay now most design engineers are very familiar with cad programs are is there anything that a cad engineer needs to know needs to think about regarding all of this um from a design standpoint you know we definitely provide the the design tools as well as as part of our portfolio so you know again uh design for additive is is a uh is a is a brand new um you know it's, it's a new domain and and therefore um mm-hmm. you know i i guess becoming more familiar with what it takes to design for additive manufacturing i would say is, is probably the critical thing that uh cad designers cad engineers that are focused on making the transition to additive manufacturing need to be cognizant of i imagine that there's going to be quite a few differences in a hybrid approach and i know that the cad engineers are very familiar with subtractive uh technologies so what kinds of skill sets is the engineer going to need to include in order to add in and cope with the additive side of things 
a lot of this is is around prepping for additive um so one of the offerings that we do have in the marketplace um let's see that that might be an interesting one to use to illustrate is you know for instance we have a, a design for additive manufacturing for solid works customers right that that might be very mm-hmm. used to the solid works set of tools uh that that create those cad models using solid works and then we actually help them optimize uh their output for additive printing um and and so you know it it it's basically being able to provide that bridge as i as i mentioned earlier mm-hmm. um you know there is there is multiple steps involved um in that build prep process uh for additive um you know ranging from you know position and modifying you know creating supports optimizing that structure we talked about the simulation part etc and and so um those are things that we're able to provide tools for um in respect of whether you know that it's, it's all natively being done with our own tools or whether it is somebody that that uh, more more familiar and, and and is coming in uh with with the vantage point of using a solid work set of tools okay uh how about topology topology optimization is that something that's going to be part of this tool set um yes that's something that we're we're continually um enhancing and and uh you know needless to say that is that is integral to additive manufacturing and and so that's something that we're 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 continuing to enhance on an ongoing basis okay so this is an opportunity for you is there something you would like to comment on or address that i haven't asked um what i would say is you know additive manufacturing especially the software supporting additive manufacturing has come a very long way so you know we have customers there that are looking to kick the tires that that are wondering if it's worth dipping their toes in the water you know we just want to let them know yeah you know the 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 technology and the software has matured quite a bit um in recent years and and so you know i would say um there there is enough features and functions to ease that transition to um additive manufacturing so whether it's for prototyping purposes to start with or production purposes you know i would say we're we're pretty well evolved at this point uh to where this should not be a a, a difficult transition so i my 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 two cents would be to you know give it a try and and see how it works Okay. Well, that's all that I uh wanted to ask you Radhika, so I thank you for joining me today. Thank you very much, Leslie.